Hi, Amelia. Hi, Carmel. It's so nice to see you. It's so good to see you. Newport Folk. Here yeah, we are man. again. We're here. We're Sunday afternoon of Newport Folk, mm-hmm. where you have already been doing a marathon. Indeed. Yeah, I played uh, with my new band, The A's, whose record just came out on the 15th of July. Congratulations. Thank you. It was our first full band show. No way. Mm-hmm. It was so fun. We had everyone wear red kerchiefs in the band. <laughs> Actually, I think I saw a photo of this. Yeah. Uh, listeners, you should go to Instagram mm-hmm. and check this out. Um, I, th- I saw a photo on the Newport Folk feed. I don't know if you all posted something to your feed yet, but oh, Nick is wearing Oh, yeah. Nick, head. Nick has a kerchief. Yeah. He on looks his head. great. A babushka, babushka, as we call it. Yeah. Yeah. Because he is a babushka. Right. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. That was really fun. And then we did a psychic hotline um, showcase for my record label. Okay. So... Can you fill us in, no pun intended, mm-hmm. Phil Cook, uh, can you fill us in on Psychic Hotline? I, somebody just asked me yesterday, so Psychic Hotline, they saw the set, what is that? Yeah, yeah, I know. So it was a showcase of all of the new signees that we have, have taken on. Mm-hmm. We have a single series, so it was a bunch of people who put out one or two songs with us this year just to introduce the label and kind of the philosophy behind it. So mm-hmm. we had someone all the way from Sao Paulo. We had uh, our friend Uwade, just like a bunch of truly incredible musicians all together, mm-hmm. and we created a band around them. So when you say the philosophy behind it, can you expand on that? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Psychic Hotline is, uh, you know, it's a label. It's built on, um, built on a structure that's reaching into the future to f- try to figure out how to make, how to promote, put out, support music that is um, either not 100, not accessible, not with the goal completely to make millions of dollars, but with the goal to help people feel alive. Mm. Um, And because of that, it means that we're in a constant state of looking at the structure of what a record label is and trying to figure out how to make that better. It's amazing. And that's based in North Carolina. Durham, North Carolina. Where y'all reside. Where we reside. And you now have your own studio, it's Betty. True. Betty's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is all sounding like y'all are power players. Oh my God, you're so nice to me. <laughs> that's amazing, though. I mean, you got to take it back. Yeah, man. We really do. Mm-hmm. And I'm just really tired. I would love to create an environment where you feel empowered instead of disempowered. Yeah. And you can see, like I would love to be able to build a community of artists that support each other and that help remind each other that what they do has value, both beyond money um, in terms of connection. Because that's the actual thing. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. We all, everyone always talks about it, and when you say it, it just falls flat for me. But um, the purpose is joy. And that's what music gives people. And that's what I want to center, my, to center in my life. Right. And it's like you get to the point where you say to yourself, okay, I've been saying these words. Now mm. what can I do? What mm. are the action items here? How do I make this into actually what I live? Mm. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Particularly because when, as you, as you know so well, mm-hmm. when the thing that you do is a creative pursuit that is your passion it becomes the thing that you do all of the time Mm -hmm. 
being being an artist is a 24-7 job Mm -hmm. and trying to figure out because of that like your artistry and your life are the same thing you need to figure out how to do that do that do both things in a way that makes your life good yeah because it's really easy to accidentally get dragged Especially when the hustle is on. And speaking of the hustle, mm-hmm. I love the, a good segue. Something really special is happening this afternoon. And I'm excited to, on Shiro's The Podcast, unveil some news. Amelia Meath, will you please tell us your big news today? Today at Newport, Sylvanesso is going to play our brand new record in its entirety as a surprise. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. I just got goosebumps, actually. And it's funny because I asked you the question and I knew what the answer was, but I still got goosebumps, oh, which so- tells you how much I love you and love Sylvanesso and what you guys do. Um, so tell us all about the record. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So when we booked Newport, mm-hmm. we actually hadn't, we didn't have a new record. It was just going to be a regular Sylvan set. But on the 1st of January, Nick and I have gotten into the habit during the pandemic. Every January, we drive from North Carolina to California. And we just... Smart move. It feels really great to start the year off moving mm-hmm. and driving. Um, and this time, when we, got, when we got to Cali, a new wave of COVID hit, of course, as it seems to do every January these days... And so all of the people that we were going to meet up with and all the, all the collaborators we were going to make work with um, couldn't. So Nick and I were just in this beautiful rental that we had. And all of a sudden, we sat down to write a song, and they just kept on coming. And we wrote this whole record in three weeks. Whoa. Has that ever happened before? Never. No. It was amazing. And because of it, the spirit behind the, we because like when we got to the end of the three weeks and we were like, okay, well... We better put it out as soon as possible because she's done. And like this is the spirit and the way that we're creating it. We want to make it's like it's really a piece about right now. Okay. Reveal the title. Oh my gosh, yes, of course. (laughs) Pardon me. The title of the new record is No Rules Sandy. No Rules Sandy? Yes. Oh man. (laughs) I love that. Okay. For our listeners who don't know, Sandy is Nick Sanborn's mm-hmm. nickname. nickname. Mm-hmm. No rules, Sandy. I have never, I don't know that I am in the place yet in my relationship with Nick to call him Sandy. I have been tempted, though. I think that this is going to be the point where Sandy, like, he's Sandy to everybody. The other day, a full-on stranger pulled over and said, like, hey, Sandy, love your music. And I, like, kind of wanted to kill them, but also it was nice. <laughs> because that probably started as your nickname for him, right? Actually, it was Molly's. My, my bandmate in Mountain Man. That's good trivia to know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so do you want to take us inside the album a little bit? Um, maybe talk to us about, are there any themes that revealed themselves, even though you wrote it very fast? I mean, I know from talking to artists that sometimes when you're in that zone, the muse is there, there's a stream of consciousness happening. It's not like you're sitting there like, I have a theme and I'm going to write a record about X, Y, and Z. Mm. But then in the rear view mirror, you're like, holy shit, actually, like this. 100%. And you know, the wildest part is like, I don't think that the rear view mirror appears for me until I've played it for people, you know? Mm. So like, here we are. We're just in the back seat, but we haven't, like we're not in the rear view yet. You know, Ooh. so I don't, I'm not sure. I know, 
I know that um, it's the most honest and open that I've ever been because there was just, because it was flowing so well mm-hmm. that I, I put out lyrics and wrote things that like, I'm like embarrassed to talk about because they're, so, they're so real and strong and close to my heart. Um, and also there's, you know, there's like all, of, it's definitely a Sylvanesso record, mm-hmm. but it's stranger and wilder and more experimental. Really, it feels like it's closer to the first record than we've ever gotten because it's about exploration. There's something about that first moment, right, mm-hmm. where, you know, the lack of, I'm just going to say gaze mm-hmm. on you, mm-hmm. the lack of expectation mm-hmm. that just shifts your cre- your creativity, I mm-hmm. think. It's, it's like you, you're coming at it from such a more kind of like pure and driven, that energy is so different. 100%. So to be able to tap back into that mm-hmm. after the long road that you've already had is mm-hmm. really something. I'm so grateful for it. It was, yeah, you know, it's one of those, you know, it's, it was the sublime. Topically, when you say that there are songs on this record that you are almost embarrassed to share, mm-hmm. can you talk to us a little bit about what some of those moments were? The why? Why, yeah. are, why are you feeling like that? Vulnerable? Yeah, I think part of it is because, you know, Sylvan started kind of as an art project, right? Mm-hmm. It, was, it was to make truly strange pop music that, that people responded to like pop music, but also that like, it was sort of like a weird cardboard cutout of a pop band in some way. Right. Being like, okay, like, let's just try, right? And then, so with these songs, they like, they, they're, they're, they're more, there's just an, an embrace of, of, the, of wildness, of like noise music, of like, like happy hardcore, of like really strong, fast rhythms and energy that like we just haven't touched on. Instead of reaching towards the pop song, we like reached back into the well, you know? Ooh, yeah. The formula. I feel like for so much of Sylvanesso's you know, three albums, I was reaching towards, like, the formula of pop, you know, which is, like, something I love. It's basically poetry structure, right? And then with this, all of a sudden, all of that fell away. It was like, mm. it was like I learned the rules and, and you know, and now, I, now, I get to, yeah, now I get to do it. Yeah, right. And that, that's interesting because you think about jazz and that's a very similar 100%. thing where, you know, People think about jazz as being this like crazy, wild, do anything, anything goes, but it's actually the opposite. Mm-hmm. You really need to first understand the structure. Fundamentals. It's super, super structured, mm-hmm. super technical and hardcore. And then once you have that foundation, the rule book can go out the window. Absolutely. And then you have that base to come back to, too. Mm-hmm. So do you think that that ability to tap into that also is connected to this chapter of Psychic Hotline that not really feeling, I don't know, not feeling so beholden to a system. Yeah, I think there's a spirit of independence, partially because we've been doing this long enough, and I know, I know what it looks like. I know what the success, I've seen all of the varying degrees of what life can look like when, when you're signed to a major or when you have a massive hit or when 
when you like have had a career and you reappear, you know, talk about seeing Natalie Merchant last night being like, holy moly, you've just been doing the thing for this whole time. And you're, and it's because she's incredible, you know? And that's, that's the thing that I, that I want to cultivate, maintaining, maintaining the artistry and not, instead of reaching for something that is false, instead of reaching, instead of wanting, you know, to star fuck, wanting, wanting something that is always unattainable, which is like, you know, story of life, right? Totally. How? How do we stop? But what I want is to revel in the creation. Well, I think that you're really like you're hitting the nail so on the head because I'm, and I'm so happy that you name check Natalie because here's a person that has sold millions of records, mm-hmm. right? And she's always done it on her terms mm-hmm. and was very deliberate about going solo, was very deliberate about like mm-hmm. not letting the industry tell her to be sexy or she went the opposite way. She's like a buttoned up, you know, librarian like she likes to call herself. You yeah, know? 100%. But like, here's the thing. I saw her play last night at yeah. that Marcus Mumford showcase. Yeah. And like, my girl was wearing like a stone cold, like cold mom outfit. Yeah. You know, she's got like a... Yeah. Like a pashmina <laughs> and like yeah. beautiful white trousers yeah. and linen. Yeah. And she walked on stage yeah. and it was as if her whole outfit changed. Yeah. Like you saw her step into her power. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. She owns it. And I, I think, you know, just like any other woman, she grapples with aging and aging in the music industry and... I'm just so happy that she's still doing it anyway Mm. and making it by, and you were just um, seconds ago talking about like, how do we do that? Like, how do we make that possible for the long term? And that's what I'm saying about you hitting the nail because it's like, if you're doing it in an authentic way, Mm -hmm. if you're doing it in this uncompromising, like you're saying earlier, taking back the power. Yeah. You can't lose. Exactly. And that's why we created Psychic Hotline. And that's why we created Betty's. Because what we want is independence. True independence. Like, you know, indie has been, like, chewed up and spat out so many different times. Like, what we truly want to be is the people calling the shots, making the decisions, supporting and creating the things that we want to make. Fuck yeah. And women in charge too. Yeah, hell yeah. Women and queer people, please. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's the, that's the other joy is like the more, the deeper I get into this because I'm in, you know, I'm in a partnership with a man. I'm, my manager is also a man. And being able to bring them into feminism, into queer culture, being like lifting them up as well. Because mm-hmm. I really believe that like, you know, we're not, we're not free until all of us are free. And it's all something that, like, ev- all, of, all oppression hurts everybody. 100%. I couldn't agree more. Um, we're here with Amelia, Amelia Meath. The new album is coming out when? Uh, it's coming out August 12th. August 12th? Yes. That's in, like, two weeks. I know. Thank you for not making us wait. You're so welcome. <laughs> I'm so happy. Oh, my God. As we put this podcast episode out today, you are also announcing this to the world. Mm-hmm. How are you announcing it on Instagram? We are, yeah. Okay. After, after we play this 
uh-huh. show yeah. where I will say that it's a new record. Yes. We'll announce it on Instagram and on all the things. And all the things, music, news, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And is there going to be an like instant grat track that people can go hear somewhere? Oh, yeah. I think there is. Yeah, I think a new song's coming out today. It's called Didn't Care. Okay. Do you want to tell us a little bit about the song? And- oh, yeah. Okay. It's a love song, um, of course. But it's about... Uh, meeting the love of your life and not noticing them. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Um, before we close, I, I was curious about this and I didn't ask the question earlier, so I want to ask, um, it's been fun to know you and Nick all this time and I'm so glad that the relationship is flourishing. It, you know, it's not easy to be married and married and married. Like it's like three marriages rolled into one. Yeah. Um, I was wondering about that moment that the two of you were creating this new album and that newfound freedom tapping into that. Um, is it okay to ask you like that must have felt so good and reinvigorating for you personally as well. Right. In your relationship. Oh yeah. 100%. Yeah. Though like our relationship and our music yeah, I guess, like, it wasn't as if we, like, every time we create something, yeah. it's as if, you know, it's a gift to each other. It's a way of impressing each other. It's true. And it's a way of, like, showing, like, what I want is for y- you to love me. Like, I want, I want this thing, you know? Also, our mar- like, I'm just, I'm just so grateful for how, like, truly radical Nick and I's marriage is, that marriage, like, any, like, any structure that, mm. um that we're presented with can be like bent and changed and works, you know, it can work in any way you want it to. And the fact that like Nick and I get to be partners, get to, get to create together, get to like make some wild ass shit. Like how many people, you know, can like write songs with their husband that are about loving, like loving women. It's so cool. It's beyond cool. Yeah. It's the best. He's like, he's my, you know, I'm, the gift he has given me is boundless. Amelia Meath, Sylvanesso, thank you so much. Thank you.